Hello, and welcome to the Board of Scholars podcast, where I, Morgan, will introduce topics that overview global issues. Today, I have our two scholars, Aaron and Sia, here to discuss the six-time NBA champion Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's popular opinion pieces concerning athletes involved in activism and ways to sustain momentum for anti-racism movements. Through the course of this panel, the topics will function as to what and how effect is created for the reader, impacting their opinions on Kareem's argument concerning these issues. Aaron will address athletes' political views on the playing field by using their popularity to spread activism through the whole of the general public to encourage others to get involved and make a change. The narrative of the dumb jocks is soon diminished when athletes prove the general public's assumptions about them false in their actions that aid a benefit to others. Their voice will be heard by supporters who idolize them, though there are no consequences. Is their opinion not valid? Zooming into the topics that the athletes are promoting activism for, CEO will discourse the movement for racial justice in the efforts of the public eye and the industry to sustain momentum. Will companies use their power for activism for the better just to earn the respect of the public eye, or do they rightfully support the movement of racial justice? Why are they just now expressing their outrage? CEO will analyze the calls to action made by big corporations and how they will historically elude. The conference of these global movements is expressed through rhetorical devices and Kareem's tone, allowing the reader to personally connect and feel included with logical evidence to support their outlook on the diplomacy of social justice and reforms. Please welcome Aaron and Sia to the seminar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's opinion-based and fact-supported article, The Importance of Athlete Activists, covers the place of athletes in the world of politics. Due to the avidness of political debate in the world today, it is only natural that groups which have been previously punished and discredited for their political views are more than ever outspoken about their beliefs. In the past, it was common for many athletes of color to ignore injustices in return for financial stability and the favor of the people. But with the advances in equality and racial understanding develop over the past years, it is more important than ever for widely known and accepted peoples to use their positions of social influence to spread their ideas of acceptance and greater judicial balance. It is these concepts that are touched on within the article itself, subsequently by a figure previously regarded as only an athlete, creating a greater connection of understanding between Kareem and the topic's mishaps. The athletes described are ones of controlled substance. In the American ideal of sports, it is common for viewers to purposely separate the game and its players from real life. While conceptually harmless, this classifies the game's members under the same premise, just part of the game, placing them in a metaphorical locker room ghetto. This interpretation of encapsulated belief is furthered by the outstretch of athletic political opinion being a break in the fourth wall of sports theater. While both paint images of suppression and imprisonment, the second more clearly establishes athletes as part of a movie, almost. Actors on a screen, not meant to break from its confines, only to be ridiculed by employers once they have sought at bondage. Representation in the real world falls onto the screen in events such as the Missouri University boycott, caused by a lack of racial discussion and addressment by the school president, and the protest over the death of Michael Brown, both issues which were settled on the playing field, so to speak. In an interesting turn, Cream alludes to the athletes protesting against the death of George Floyd, in which members wore shirts that read, I can't breathe. This statement does not reference the actual event or its victims. Instead, its prominence as a placeholder for racial discussion surpasses the need for contextual explanation, alluding to the viewer's own awareness of the event and creating a stronger, more intimate connection to its existence. In the same way that political issues may be addressed by athlete sentiments, Kareem goes on to mention the methods by which athletic popularity have been used for positive PR in foreign matters, 
such as the ping-pong diplomacy, which allowed the 1972 visit of Richard Nixon to China, and the 1980 boycott of the Summer Olympics in retaliation for Russia's invasion of Afghanistan. While viewpoints of sport members were important in the cooperation of undergoing such methods of foreign relation, the irony of athlete opinion being approved only if standing in agreement with government opinion is not lost. In the examination of this fact, Krim explains that the use of athlete power to spread their beliefs is justified by the fact that they're just following in the same tradition as their government, picturing an increasingly ironic illustration of personal versus governmental approval of spewed political stance. This has now raised an interesting question for sport and government leaders, which is outlined by Kareem as, what if, now that athletes have found their voice, they won't shut up? This hypophora not only questions the forward progress of promoters and rich sports team owners, but the viewer's personal opinion about whether or not they are willing to absorb the opinions of those who they may consider simple athletes. The article on sustaining momentum for the anti-racism movement includes literary devices that cause the reader to reflect on the successes and unachieved goals of the movement so that the reader can go on to preserve the momentum of anti-racist work. Jabbar also discusses the challenges of sustaining the momentum and solutions to mitigate these challenges in order to reach what he describes as the America that could be, that should be. This rhyme emphasizes that it is possible to build a better future. Jabbar asks the audience to make anti-racism more prominent in their lives permanently, and many would like to know Jabbar's proposition on this. But in order for readers to trust Jabbar's knowledge of the subject, he needs to establish credibility in this field, as he is better known for his illustrious basketball career. Jabbar reassures the reader by writing that he has 60 years of experience in being an activist. Jabbar's articles also include short biographies, which often mention that he is a successful author, further appealing to ethos. He even mentions that his father was a police officer to reassure those who may believe that Jabbar is simply advocating against individuals in the police force rather than advocating against racism. In addition, Jabbar appeals to logos by utilizing facts, statistics, and logistics that correlate to the anti-racism movement, including the fact that 100 unarmed black people were killed by police in 2015, reminding the audience that injustice is not a new issue, that the loss of lives is not a new issue. The writer then makes an analogy to the historical event in which a Hungarian physician died trying to educate the medical community that washing hands saves lives because nobody used to believe this. Jabbar instigates readers to connect this instance to the denial of systemic racism with a rhetorical question. An anaphora is also utilized. It is a matter of life and death. It is a matter of, here he incorporates some of the systems in which racism occurs. Life and Death reiterates the importance of anti-racism work. Those who are activists or who have been observant for society in the past year are no strangers to seeing the terms lives and matter together, which causes them to connect and reflect on their own anti-racist work. Jabbar goes on to use a simile for readers to better visualize the issue in which he compares the movement to a rubber band 
so that people are freed from this elastic force that consistently pulls society backwards. Jabbar proposes a tangible as well as simple and sustainable call to action to reassure activist readers of their impactful contributions and keep them contemplative of his words. It consists of creating a website, communicating the movement's successes, and keeping information accessible, which will aid people in making significant differences. Wow, everyone give a big round of applause to our lovely scholars who gave wonderful insight on those global issues. Their efforts to analyze Kareem's argument challenged the reader to examine their own opinions on the issue. Aaron explored to what extent the athletes are limited to political correctness in voicing their opinion. Aaron brings Kareem's use of metaphors and similes as a way for the audience to easily connect, creating a pathos environment, even if they are in need to use their power to be heard by the general public. The piece generalizes the public relation correlation between their life on the field and their basic human opinions. Dismissing their opinions altogether is invalidating to what they believe in, especially when their fans want to indulge in the escapism of the sport without the heavy baggage of real life interfering. Kareem brings up the question of again, are they not allowed to use their celebrity status to influence their fans to participate in global activism? Large corporate companies are participating in similar activist movements, but is it in fear of losing consumers? Sia connects Kareem's take on sustaining the motivation needed to keep the anti-racial movements going, because as we have seen from the many examples Kareem gladly provided, the loss of momentum is still prominent because of the public eyes off and on again relationship with participating activism. He juxtaposed the unfortunate events that occurred in the past and today, including alluding to our history as a country. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar establishes credibility to persuade their audience between his arguments discussed in the opinion pieces. His arguments considerably analyzed by C and Aaron to enhance the effect each article has on the reader. With this info, what did Kareem intend the audience to take from his writings? On that note, we hope to keep you pondering and examining global issues. Thank you again to Aaron and Sia for joining us. I'm your host, Morgan, signing off.